What is going on, my friends out there? Welcome to the IGN All-Star Community Podcast, the number one IGN community podcast on the freaking internet, guys. I'm one of your hosts, the Epic Jake James Lugo. With me, I got my compatriots, Mr. Peter Lopez and Mr. David Quigley. Gentlemen, what is happening? Good morning. Morning. Morning, Sam. Well, it's like afternoon right now when we're recording the podcast, so it's like lunchtime, so good afternoon is in order. Yeah, it's like 9.25 where I am. Okay, well, yeah, that's right. Three-hour difference. Three-hour difference. It's okay. It's okay. Maybe, I don't know. Then again, maybe the listeners right now, maybe they get up in the morning, grab some coffee, decide to listen to the All-Star Podcast to start off their day. Something like that. It's like forges in your cup. You know, you need it. But either way. Okay. Oh, how you guys been so far? Uh, sick and tired. Sick <laughs> and tired. Man. <laughs> Already getting dour on the show. <clears throat> man. What about you, David? How you been? Oh, I'm good. I've been up. <laughs> Not sick or tired. <laughs> That's great. But either way, gentlemen, we got topics to discuss. Some serious, important business today, okay, in the world of gaming and such. We got some cool topics, both from Pete and David, that we're going to get into in just a bit. But let's tackle this news that everybody seems to be talking about early, okay? This leaked NX controller. Now, we all have had a chance to take a look at this leak, this picture, which I'm going to be honest with you. I still think it's fake. I think it's, I think it's phony. I think somebody is pulling our leg because I think Nintendo leaks are notorious for being nonsense by the time we actually get official confirmation and such. It happens almost all the time. There are those few exceptions, don't get me wrong. There are those few exceptions where there's actually, you know, confirmation that something actually was. But Nintendo is on point when it comes to getting a a lockdown on their leaks. But this picture is based off an actual concept, a patent, that was filed by Nintendo a while back, which features a touch controller, which I guess is like a hybrid mobile, it's a home console controller for the NX. So let me get some opinions. Uh, David, what do you got? What do you think of this actual NX controller? Totally think this is real, 100%. Um, now, of course, it might look a little bit different when it's done, but when I say I think this is real, I think this probably means the controller is a screen bit that part is for sure what i think is real maybe the shape will change a little bit uh some people think the grips are a sign that it's fake i don't think that's a big deal one way or the other they could have ditched the grips the grips could be an add-on the grips could fold back into it to make it more portable because as we know the big rumor from the start is that this is supposed to be a hybrid mobile and home console um but i don't especially like this idea but i definitely mm. think this is the kind of thing nintendo would do it's it's weird and out there and it's certainly unique and they seem to like that and favor that over like a traditional controller indeed pete get, give me some thoughts because you're you're the other nintendo guy here besides myself so so tell me do you think this is real um, yeah, I, I do think it's real. Um, I also think it looks ugly. Uh, it looks like a football. I seen a really funny picture of someone who drew like a Hey Arnold face <laughs> on the picture that we're looking at, which if you're interested in viewing the picture, you can head over to dualpixels.com. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's on that website if you guys want to take a look. Um, I'm also thinking that this could possibly be the mobile uh, mobile controller, like you know how we were mentioning that Nintendo is trying to could possibly make a, a handheld controller that you can take outside of your home if you're on the subway or you know if you're out and about with friends and you want to play your games. Well, that's how you're going to do it. Um, <clears throat> and you know, on this picture as well, it looks like it's a charging thing. I, I'm 
reserving judgment for this, but like I said, I mean, I, I kind of don't like the way it looks. Um, it looks like it's a touchscreen. I'm not big on uh, touchscreen um, gameplay. I, I really don't like to play video games on my iPhone. Um, maybe I'll dip into Hearthstone a little bit, but that's kind of the only exception because you're, you're swiping as opposed to utilizing um, tra- transparent like buttons, like a, a D-pad and the, uh, you know, the, the B, A, X, Y buttons. Uh, I, don't, I don't really think those work. Um, yeah. But uh, nonetheless, I mean, we can we can just only find out when this thing actually reve- uh, releases, uh, which I'm hoping this year. And a lot of speculation and rumors have been going on the internet saying that it could possibly launch this year. So uh, we shall see when the product finally releases. But as for this picture here, it uh, it it looks ugly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like I said, I, I don't think it's real. I, I think it's nonsense because there, there just seems like a little things, you know, throughout this picture that just make me believe that it's fake. You know, there's little spots in there that don't look kind of like they match up in the right perspective, in my opinion. There, and, and the funny thing is, right, a lot of people have been combing over this thing already since it actually came out. You know, I think it was Destructoid was one of the first places to really like the main big spots to report on it and like put it out there for everybody, my Nintendo news, et cetera. And there are people combing through this thing to make sure it's not like a, an elaborate Photoshop or whatnot. And most people are saying that it's not, you know, it could be yay or nay for a lot of different people. But to me, looking at it right now myself, you know, I just think that some of the stuff, you know, looks like it was pulled from like a PlayStation Vita or at least a white PlayStation Vita model. Again, we were talking about it before the podcast, we started recording and David was like, yeah, but that's like how all mobile like devices have like with their cameras and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I also look at this and I think that especially for the mobile devices now, you know, like the 3DS, the new 3DS, et cetera. A lot of the different things I see here look different than what Nintendo has done, obviously, with the Wii U and uh, obviously the 3DS and the Nintendo 3D, uh, new Nintendo 3DS, as far as, like, the connection jacks. Because if you look at the gamepad, uh, what is it? The gamepad's a charger and the little kind of input, the little thing that you plug in when you want to charge your gamepad. It looks radically different than this. Now, that could be because it's a developer kit, you know, a dev kit or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But also, I just look at this, and I think that it might be a little bit impractical for some of the games that Nintendo could develop. I mean, again, I say that with like the broadest terms because we, I don't know exactly what type of games that Nintendo's developing for this thing. I mean, they could really be going all in with their mobile initiative and really taking a lot of stuff from a what is it from DNA as far as like developing games that are like touch sensitive stuff that'll be good for on the go, etc. Sure. The other thing too, again, and I compare it a lot to the, the to the patent that we've seen kind of like, you know, be passed around and stuff. Obviously, the grips are different than what's in this picture. Like, there's no grips whatsoever. There's no analog sticks in in the concept, you know, for the filing of the patent. And that could be any, again, for any number of reasons and stuff. And I also believe that the picture and what we're seeing on this screen has to be pulled from something. Like, I'm pretty sure very soon somebody's going to match this up to something. The other also final point I want to make... They don't show, obviously, what it's connected to. could be for any number of reasons. You mentioned before we started recording that it could be because maybe some sort of identification type of thing so they don't get caught. It could be because maybe it's connected to another device that we don't know that might be just, you know, some random jack or whatever that might not be a dev kit. might be some other random, like, computer system for all we know. And also, I think that just, like, the the, the actual, uh, what is it, little note that says you will say, wow, I, I just think that like some something about that just doesn't seem right. It just seems like you know to me where someone is actually putting little things in there to to, to kind of troll us. I, 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 I just like, think you will so say suspicious. wow. Is that 
Is that a uh, is that a positive wow or is that a disappointed <laughs> negative wow? Like you were saying, oh, I did wow, say wow. Awesome. <laughs> wow. I don't think it's the message. Wow. It's just the fact that just all these little placement of little things like here just seem a little too convenient, you know, and seem a little bit too planned out or too too right. Because to me, if I if I was leaking an image of like an actual console outside of like covering up all the identification numbers or serial numbers or anything that might reveal my identity and stuff, I would show as much of the console as much of the hardware itself as I can without showing any of that things like that without there again no making it look suspicious yet. like i would just put it out there the you know for most yeah but see. the hardware wouldn't be the actual hardware now like the control if, if the controller they think is going to be basically the same that's the thing that matters because the hardware is not going to look anything like what and the other thing have. too the other thing is too also why take a picture of like that where i would have to go in and make a photoshop rather than just focus on the actual handheld thing itself like again i look at the picture now and, and to me, like, the little end of it, like, right above or, like, right below the actual, like, little camera, little circle and stuff, part of that to me, it looks like the picture is, like, off perspective. Or off, uh, was it off, uh, off of being parallel or perpendicular to, like, the rest of the actual uh, console? Or, again, maybe that little black mark on there is covering up something else. Maybe the official NX logo or oh. something else to identify them. You know, just little things like that. I just see, notice all these little things here, and it just bothers me. It just makes yeah. me think, like, this is not authentic. Yeah, I mean, it's actually really cool. It looks like tape, for sure. <clears throat> or tape, or tape. Yeah, it could be and a number of different things. I I don't know, but it just to me something about this just doesn't seem right. But who knows? Come E three time, we got a couple months before E three. This might get shown. It might be confirmed. Like this is what Nintendo's well, doing. I would just like to say, unlike JJ, I would never leak a thing ever. So if Nintendo <laughs> wants to send one here to <laughs> test with, talking about leaking yeah. stuff, man. But but also I just really think also that whatever's shown on the the actual hardware here like these rocks or whatever I think somebody's gonna match this up to something somehow like I look at the thing like look at the top of that there it looks like numbers right it could yeah. be yeah, time it, it could be score or whatever that could possibly be something because to me it looks like the little studs from Lego or like the little Lego studs like little totals debug um, info too could be that, debug yeah. info could be yeah you know, it looks like a timer or a timer know. yeah um. I don't know, man. I, I'm really interested. It's it's really cool that you brought that up, uh, brought this up because um, you know you mentioned the tape on the controller. I thought that was just like a sensor or something, you know, like a Bluetooth sensor. I thought it was something that like covering something up, like just not with tape, but like actual Photoshop. Yeah, going it, in. it doesn't it's look quite straight to me on the top left corner. That's why I think it looks right. more like tape. But mm. you know, and it could be anything. You know, it could be. I mean, if I were Nintendo making these things, you can bet I would be trying to print identifiable information all over them in case. Yeah, to make it harder, to make it harder. And I'm pretty sure Nintendo ninjas are on high alert right now. They're going to be for like the next couple months. Somebody's getting fired. Oh, yeah, the lawyers if if this ends up going, being yeah. like legit, if it ends up being confirmed that it's legit, it's something that, okay, this is happening. This is why I'm waiting for guys like Second to- uh, Saren Toto. I think I think I pronounced his name right. One of the guys that works over in the Japanese game industry over in Japan, and he, he he's always notorious for giving hints and leaks about Nintendo stuff. I'm interested right. to see what he has to say about this because if this is legit and stuff, you could best believe somebody's getting fired over there. Oh, yeah, that like, hurts it's gonna the message a lot because what – When's E3 this year? Huge. June. June, right? June. Early yeah. June. So you got almost three months. If this controller is real, that to, if they're not going to announce anything before E3, then they're like 
everybody's you got to figure there's going to be more leaks coming if this got out so and, and the other thing too is i also want to stress this because after this came out and a lot of people are like you know have one opinion or another about this and about the nx right now because there are people that i know that are diehard nintendo fans that are upset like they do they look at this they do not want this they are very clear yeah, and they were about like they were upset cool. about the wii u and they were upset about the wii yeah too. and they end up buying it too which, which is funny <laughs> but but you know it, it's it, the messaging is there that how people feel about this out there and again maybe nintendo Nintendo obviously going into their Nintendo uh, Direct presentation for E3, they're gonna they're gonna show this. People are probably gonna be upset, but there's gonna be other things that Nintendo's gonna tell us, or at least wants to control the messaging to tell us and actually present it in a way that we really kind of kind of gravitate towards it. And technically, if this is real, that's spoiled. That. Yeah. Eh. Well, I mean, hardcore Nintendo fans are gonna buy it regardless. So I don't think it matters if you leak. It's like someone leaking a, the Star Wars movie or someone leaking like the new whatever Batman versus Superman movie. It's like we're still gonna go see it because we're still interested. But I think in they're the going product. for a different audience now. I think they're trying to go a much more wider audience, at least according to what the new president or how the moves they're doing with DNA and all these other things. Well, the thing but is, did Nintendo even need to do that in the first place? Like that's we're, Nintendo isn't known for mobile things. You know, I mean, yeah. You can well, get Mario and Zelda on. Yeah, it's just I find that annoying. Like if Nintendo makes the NX <clears throat> revolve around like mobile gaming and you know I, I, you don't know how upset I would be. I, I, I like a controller and just to relax and play my games. And the image on this screen here um, of the controller, it's like you can see the uh, the B buttons that are transparent, and it's like ah, I don't like that. You know what? Exactly. That's how some people feel right now. But yeah, again, I think it's them going for a different audience. You both have the the PS4 also. How do you feel about that light on the back of the controller? It doesn't matter. It it's just a light. It's just no, a light. But, uh, yeah, but then, well, like, and you've turned it, have you turned it down to dim, I imagine? No. No, you have it all no. on full bright? Okay. I always yeah. have a full bright. I never care for well, it. I mean, annoys, it uses a battery, but. Yeah, well, it annoys like, me, and I'm, you look at this, and you think if the room is dark, how bright of a light you're going to have? It's yeah, you know something? That's a good point. That's a very good point. What, what's this going to – this brings up so many questions. Battery life, uh, latency, like, you know, how far away can you be if this is a truly a mobile device? If this is going to be a thing? Do you have to have uh, the other console or other part of the hardware on all the time? There's so many questions. It needs to have a longer battery life than the Wii U gamepad because I think the gamepad only has about a four-hour lifespan. And then after that, you have to charge it. Yeah. I'm, I'm constantly charging my, uh, my gamepad. Me too. And it's Me just too. like oh. – and the thing it. is, you need it on in order to play some of these games. Like, right. and, yeah. and I think this is going to be worse because keep in mind, you know, your phone and any sort of like mobile device that you play games on that isn't normally like a gaming device or whatnot, you know, you know how quick those the, that battery life goes down. Granted, right. this is going to be a gaming device. I still think it's going to suffer from a similar problem. For sure. Yeah, most definitely. I want to know if you're going to be able to use different controllers like Game that GameCube too. controllers, Wii remotes. Oh, well, that, well, yeah. or maybe what about the Wii U gamepad? Would you be able to connect the Wii U gamepad to something like this? I, I would mean, hope so. So many questions. So many well, questions. Well, yeah, I would hope so because the Wii U has only been out for how long? Like, I want to say four Couple years. years. Couple years, yeah. Like, that's not very long. It's not. I think they it just really isn't. They got to rebrand and get away from Wii altogether at this point. I agree. So I agree. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing. Just, you know, right now. Again, so many questions that this thing brings up. We'll know in the next couple months if there's any more leaks, if there's any more stuff that happens right before E3, and then obviously their E3 Nintendo Direct show. I'm going to be there on the showroom floor, so I'll know firsthand if stuff goes down or whatnot. But either way...
let's move on. Let's go over to Pete, our boy Pete. Pete, what, what do you got for us this week? Um, yeah, so uh, during the most recent Nintendo Direct, uh, Nintendo had mentioned that the new Nintendo 3DS uh, handheld is going to be getting uh, SNES Virtual Console titles. Um, you yeah. know, they lo- they launched with uh, just one I can point out is Super Mario World. It's $7.99. If you, and it's exclusive to the new Nintendo 3DS, which, not to go off on a tangent, is kind of weird because the original 3DS had the Ambassador Program, which... Uh, allowed users to play Super Nintendo games on their 3DS. So, uh, yeah, I digress. Uh, I wanted to know what games you guys uh, have bought multiple times. Um, For myself, I've bought A Link to the Past at least, like, ooh, man, six to seven times. Um, Different consoles, Game Boy Advance, um, the Wii, Wii U, um, the original cartridge. Um, So I was just curious if there's any games that you, you bought, like, multiple times. Times and yeah. Does it have to be on Nintendo platforms? No, no, it's it's any, yeah, any game. Okay, then then I could say I bought Final Fantasy X a bunch of times. Probably right now that has to be close to maybe the one that I bought the most times right now. Because granted, you know, here and there, depending on what game it is, I have bought most games multiple times. Like Star Fox, I'm a huge Star Fox fan, so I love Star Fox 64. I have the original, and then I got the one on 3DS and stuff. There's moments like that, but Final Fantasy X HD, 10 and 10 2 HD, is when I have it on PlayStation 3, I have it on PlayStation Vita, I have it on PlayStation 4. You know, I have all these different versions of this game. It just it goes to show you that when you're a fan of a game or a franchise and something like really hits that nerve for you that does it right and stuff, you'll be fine with buying it again over multiple times, you know, over however many span of years. I don't think you're going to find a lot of people that buy the same game like you know within such a short time span multiple times but like over time yeah yeah and it's a nostalgic thing too because you're not going to buy a game that came out today you're not going to buy it two years from now and then another two years from now uh, exactly but yeah for me um it's also final fantasy but four slash two so i got you know final fantasy two for the super nintendo which wasn't bought so much as earned through some school reward program because i'm old but not that old um, and then I bought Final Fantasy 4, you know, I think the Game Boy Advance version came out first, definitely bought that, bought the DS version, never owned a DS, but borrowed one to play after buying <laughs> the game again, I bought it most recently on the Vita, the, I think it's the PSP version, the complete thing, and that wasn't so much to play the original again, but to play the spin-offs. That's the best version, so, in my opinion. Um, that would definitely be the game. Actually, I was looking through because um, I saw y'all. I saw JJ at least posting his Pokemon picture uh, back mm-hmm. for the anniversary thing. So I was gonna post my Team Red picture and uh, with <laughs> with my original, still working original Game Boy. Um, Same. Mm. No, no, no. You had a Game Boy Color in your picture. Well, I had a Game Boy Color. I got my late. I got a Game Boy Color late, son. But don't, don't get it twisted, though. I uh, played on the original Game Boy a yeah. lot. So I couldn't find it, but I did find... Uh, I'm not even sure how. I did find two copies of Final Fantasy IV on Game Boy Advance. So uh, uh, that was interesting. But uh, nice. who knows? Definitely. Uh, I'm not buying it again, though, Square. All right, you got your money. Sure, sure. I'm say that now, but they're going to come out with another release. Like, <laughs> Why can't come out on Steam? Or no, it's, it's already, already out, out on Steam. Steam yeah. It's already out on Steam. I bet you got that one too. Nope. Give it time. 
the uh, the Nintendo DS version of Final Fantasy IV looked really good. It I remember was okay. playing. I have it. I have it. I mean, it's all right. I still think that the one on the PSP is the better version. Yeah, like it's different. It's good because it's still the same thing, but That's it's weird. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, here's what I do: uh, trophy support. Maybe they get me again. I will concede mm-hmm. that. Ooh, don't careful. They might do it. That'd be awesome. Hmm. It could happen. It happens, son. Well, especially I, with I, that I, uh, the thing they've been doing with the PS2 uh, games and stuff where they're adding oh, yeah. to old games. So. True. Mm. True. I'd be totally down for that. That'd be awesome. I mean, they did it for Final Fantasy VII. What's the stop from doing it for others? I think Square would be totally down for something like that. That'd be cool, but make it so that way it comes with interlude and after years. Give us all of it. Yeah. Cool. So I also but, bought uh, Link to the Past a couple times, I think. So mm. I can relate mm. to that. I mean... It's like it's hard not to. Um, I, I, I remember buying that one for the Game Boy Advance only because when Link, uh, you know, uses his sword, he sounds like the Link from o- Ocarina of Time. And for some reason, I thought that was like amazing. That was like, oh, I gotta have that version. <laughs> I went to the store and bought it. <laughs> That's great, but, but still, I think I think you know we've all done that with multiple games. Like probably even like unconsciously doing so. Like I've done it with Kingdom Hearts. I've done it. I own all the Kingdom Hearts games, and I bought all the HD collections for them, or whatnot. I've done that constantly, and I know some people have done the same thing, even with the you know foreign releases, like the Japanese or European releases. You know, granted, when you're that big of a fan of whatever it is like that, you don't mind doing it. it it's just fun. time for david david what's your topic this week this week we got big news about the playstation vr and everybody's yes. losing their mind about this mm-hmm. being the greatest thing ever uh we need to pump the brakes just a little bit here <laughs> hit that brake son uh full stop i now to be clear i think this looks like it has a lot of potential i believe people who say that it's great the big problem here that nobody seems to ever be talking about is they're not going to sell these things based on awkward stage demos and TV commercials. They And I would hope that they're working on it, but at some point they're going to have to say, we've partnered with Best Buy to put these in all of the stores because they're not going to be selling millions of these things if you can't try it before dropping $500 on it. Right. I agree. I think that's coming. I think that that's a, that's like the next. I think I don't remember if they even talked about that at one point. I think that's the next step. Nobody has I think this thing it. is. Oh, nobody has talked about. It. Okay. Well, well. The, the other thing too, I think is is that this is very cost inefficient. I think that even some of the stuff that they showed, they said it was three ninety nine for for all you guys that didn't get to see their GDC press conference, or, which was like the big. Yeah, no, asterisk, yeah, right. Uh, their big PlayStation VR event where they talked about everything, okay? They, they talked about some games and some stuff that's going to have PlayStation VR support, but more importantly, they set the price, which is $399, okay? But here's the thing, and this is why they have the asterisk, is because not only does it come only just with the main unit, okay? It comes with all the cables, you know, the headset and all that stuff, but you have to buy extra stuff on top of it. You either not only have to have a DualShock 4, but you also have to have two PlayStation Move controllers, Okay, separately, or whatnot. We okay, don't have so to have the all, move controllers. It's the camera. Well, I think for some games, and also the camera. 
Well, yeah. uh, that was the next point I was going to say, but I think that some of the games you're going to need those move controllers, which is going to be a big deal. So you might as well get them at that point. At that point, you're not talking about just three ninety nine. After taking everything into account to get the PlayStation Vita VR, uh, was it uh, experience? You're going to have to spend over five hundred at least. Well, they announced at least. A, they actually announced a bundle today, so Friday when we record for everybody, uh, there is a five hundred dollar bundle that has two move controllers, the camera, and an extra disc no it's a it's a it's a world vr disc it sounds like a demo oh okay just like a experience thing not a game necessarily yeah so so look at that you're gonna have to spend at least 500 dollars on this thing to get everything set up which as i pointed out in my post today costs more than the launch of the ps4 Uh add-on for the ps4 Yep. So VR is going to be expensive. So but I mean, still, here's, here's the cheaper thing. than cheaper than everything else, all included. You know, you think Oculus. So? Well, yeah, Oculus is going to cost whatever. Plus, you have to run a supercomputer. You know, right? The, That's true. Good the point. The combined cost of a PlayStation Four, a standard hardware that can run VR, plus the VR, is th- considerably cheaper than the kind of computer that you need to run the computer. Now, headset. let me ask you this. Let me let me ask you this. Do you need the PlayStation Four, obviously, to run PlayStation VR? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So then, look at that. You have to have a PlayStation Four. So technically, when you take all that into account, all in, it's a thousand dollars. For sure. Yeah, it's a lot. When, when by the time you're done, and the other thing is too, you got to buy games. Okay, remember you got to buy games for this thing. Now, granted, right. some games are going to have PlayStation VR support. I know they mentioned Uncharted Four, they mentioned Star Wars Battlefront, and a few others here and there <clears throat> and stuff. But talking about true PlayStation VR games, because apparently they said they have a bunch of studios that are making games for PlayStation yeah, VR. Like Two hundred and fifty or something they claim. There's a lot apparently. Yeah. So so you're still going to have to buy games separately afterwards for that, which is going to increase the price even more. So, unless you're balling right now, yeah. unless you're, you're making some stupid money and you got a lot of expense, you know, to blow off and stuff, okay, you're going to be play, paying a pretty penny for PlayStation I mean, VR. Pete, let me get your thoughts on this. I, I actually don't really have an opinion on, on PSVR. I can tell you that I was a little interested in it when it first like was announced and then, you know, obviously the industry buzz is, is kind of like, you know, you know, getting me a little bit more interested, but um, I I've realized like if I haven't even been proactive to like research in PSVR or the games or how much this thing costs, I don't think I'm at all interested in it. Therefore, I I won't you know pursue any like you know I won't try to gain any knowledge of what this thing's about. C mode. That's okay. Yeah, or yeah. none, or or no PSVR for you, practically. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I mean, dude, if this thing costs like five hundred dollars, and then you have to, or four hundred, or whatever, and then you have to buy a system on top of that for the person who doesn't have a PlayStation Four, I I, I kind of wonder like which one's the better thing to get because I think Oculus has a bundle where it's like a thousand dollars. You get a an Oculus ready PC plus you get the Rift and everything with that it. So seem possible. This is the Oculus no. six hundred. Yeah, uh, no, it's like six or seven hundred dollars, something like that. Yeah, I, think. I mean that'd be. Uh, I mean that. I don't just like. I know the computers that have to run. Like, there's some beastly computers that Oculus is not compatible with. So, mm-hmm. it, it's super expensive. This, I think, when it comes down to it, buying a place to, even if you don't have anything, buying a PS4 and the VR will be the cheapest way to get a VR experience. Um, now, after that, though. 
keep in mind the types of experiences they're going to offer, the types of games. Now, I know there's a couple yeah. of good ones that people swore up and down when they tried it at, uh, was it a PlayStation Experience? Like they had the, the was the, it? Um, the Eve one and... The Eve one. There was also one about the flight, which is what the, the the Falcon flight or whatnot. It looks like an Assassin's yeah, Creed the game. Ubisoft thing. Yeah. And then there's the other one, which is uh not Red. Was it Res VR? Yeah, it was Res VR. That somebody that was a Greg Miller was swearing up and down like, yo, this is the greatest thing ever. Right well, now. See, I think for okay. me the big thing is like actually not so much the VR games, but the coolest thing is the the fake theater where it feels like you're you have just a giant screen for your games, uh, just because it's right in front of your face. I don't know if, I have the, the Google Cardboard, and you can do mm. the, the same effect, and it's a really good effect with just your phone and cardboard for YouTube videos, so having that on top of the PlayStation 4, you know, would seems like that would be pretty good. Oh uh, yeah, we have yeah. A, a link, late breaking news here. Breaking news! $1,500 for the Oculus. Yeah, it was 500 Ooh. off. Yeah. Damn, that's a lot of moolah, son. That's I a car know, payment like, and a half. You really need nearly a thousand dollar computer to run Oculus well. Jeez. Like, and I you need heard, at least a grand to get in on this. Like, mm. seriously. Well, I've heard people saying, you know, like, you know, the, the the Oculus and the the Vive even are noticeably better than the mm-hmm. PlayStation VR. But the PlayStation VR on its own is still great, and that's going to be the one that you know is for the cost conscious people. That would be the way to go. Um, yeah. But I did want to touch quick. I saw. A, I also saw a report related to this. that analysts are saying 1.2 million in the first year of these, and I think wow. that's insane and not. That even, is insane. Not, I don't know. That sounds. That's an sounds attach fishy. rate of as of now. That's an attach rate of more than one in 40. And I. Nah, I, I find that possible. suspect. That sounds <laughs> mad suspect. I mean, I'm not even an analyst, if it is PlayStation. But, you know, I don't know what they're what they're basing this off of, but I mean. Is there a lot of support like that for people out there for PlayStation VR or just VR in general? Let us know via Twitter, via via email. Tell us about this because from my understanding, from a lot of people that I talk to, with the exception of a few that are out there like on Twitter and Facebook and stuff, a lot of people aren't really down for VR. They're not really caring for it as much as like what some people are trying to let on to be. Granted, that comes from, again, like what you mentioned before, the messaging, the demos and stuff, getting it in people's hands. And usually the people that swear by it are usually the ones that are at PlayStation Experience or at some of these events trying the Oculus and stuff. And that's fine and dandy. But I think it's really going to come down to number one is going to come down to the types of games that are available for this thing. What's going to be the killer app? That's going to really justify spending that money or killer apps, I should say, because I don't think it should be just one one type of thing that really gives you your VR experience. That's like the end all be all should be multiple. And I think that Sony, if they if they were smart, PlayStation was smart. Right. OK. There would be at least maybe one or two games that are connected to one of their key franchises, key IPs, first party or second party or whatnot, and really blow everybody out the water with it. And then that'll generate the hype and excitement for something like PlayStation VR, despite the crazy price points. If you, if you get, guys get me. I get you. I think that's the main thing is if uh, if they think they're going to sell 1.2 million of these, they ain't going to do it just by having it available at PSX and E3. It's going to have to be widely available for people to try because, uh, yeah, the people who are swearing by it are the ones that have tried it, and they say, you know, if you're not on board, it's because you haven't tried it yet, and I would say, yes, perhaps that's the point, though, if... Like, I personally, I'm not going to be like, yeah, this looks like it'll be okay. So I'll just go ahead and chance spending $500 on it. 
Um, and I have my own personal concern, like I wear glasses, so is that a problem? Would I, but maybe I don't even need to wear them with the VR. But I mean, there's other concerns involved than just uh, price. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of factors into this that that's going to be a big deal. So, either way, we'll know sometime soon. Maybe because again, I'm pretty sure at E3 this year they're going to have any sort of like demos. I'm hoping at PAX. When I, when I go to PAX next month, maybe there's like some stuff like littered around, whether it's Oculus or PlayStation VR or something. Should be popping Just to kind of get everybody. Right yeah, yeah some, something like that. But uh, but either way, who knows? Give me a killer rap. Get, talk to me about like, you know, what what's really going to justify this system or whatnot, and I'll be all ears. So either way, that's VR. Okay, so hopefully we hear out more uh, info, you know, anything interesting that we could actually get between now and PAX East, E3, any other events that we might see, uh, PlayStation VR or Oculus or whatnot. Same thing. Also, keep in mind, release date for this thing is October of this year, which is just before PlayStation Experience. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens this year with PSVR. But either way, we're going to take a break, guys. We'll be back in just a bit. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Hey, everyone. We hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, please go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes to help new listeners find the show. Feedback and comments are always welcome. And remember, if you'd like to be a part of the show, send your questions to allstarpod at hotmail.com. That's allstarpod at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. And we're back. All right. So we had some good topics there. So any final thoughts so we could wrap up this episode of the podcast, guys? Pete? Oh, I was going to actually let you go first. Um, yeah, I just want to say thank you to all the listeners. Um, and uh, thank you to Jake, James, and David. And if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, please do so. Um, uh, I'm at Pete underscore Lopez with a zero. And you can also follow VG Newswire at VG underscore Newswire. Nice. David, any other final thoughts for the listeners out there before we wrap up? I'm on Twitter also at David Quigley, all one word. And then I write for VG Newswire. You can check that out. I got a Hitman review is coming up next. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, guys, follow everybody on Twitter. Shoot them messages. Shoot them hashtag hugs. Shoot Shoot them any kind of cool stuff. Why not? Don't forget, guys, you could also interact with the show. Send us actual questions that we could have here on the podcast at All Star Pod on Twitter, as well as All Star Pod at Hotmail.com. You can shoot us an email. Any sort of questions, comments, or whatnot that you guys have for us about gaming or anything of the sort. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes. Okay, every rating that you guys post up on there helps us out. It gets word out. Really appreciate all of you guys taking the time out to do so. And again, try to interact with us. You could also reach me on Twitter at VenomousFatMan1. I'm always on Twitter. I'm always going to be able to respond back to you guys quickly you know let's get that good game discussion going on hopefully i can bring some more good topics to the next show the next episode of the of the podcast but either way guys okay that's all gonna do that's all that's gonna be for this podcast for this episode of the ign all-star community podcast let us know what you guys uh think again shoot us the feedback at all-star pod on twitter all-star pod at hotmail.com and rate us on itunes okay we will talk to all of you again real soon peace out stay epic everybody peace